Well, hello everyone. Uh, this is John Michael Barajas um, and my brother-in-law Tim Ferguson, and this is the Essentials. No one has three names. All. I mean, John Barajas. It started already. This is fast. So this is called the Essentials Podcast. Uh, Wait, I'm gonna... Timothy Paul Ferguson. So yes, everyone has I'll three my names. full name. So yes. Go this ahead. Is... I'm sorry to interrupt. This is a bad start. Oh, my way. So today, this is the, you just thrown me off my game here. There's no game. We just started. Um, so this is a podcast that you wanted me to laugh. just, this is a, I guess, a labor of love, a labor of just, if 10 people watch it, that'll probably be more than we expected. But um, well, before we go any further, I do want to say thanks to our sponsor. Yes. Uh, yes. Our good friend, Jay Cabrera and his company, Heritage Land and Minerals. They specialize in acquiring minerals and mineral rights and developing, you know, great oil and gas products. If you want to get involved in that, you can contact them. They're in Venus, Texas. Again, Heritage Land and Minerals. This literally would not be happening without Jake because he's the one that talked to us. Absolutely. And he purchased most of the equipment for us. So he said, yeah. thank you, Jake. And then also I have a prophetic sponsor. I would like, because the only place I know in the Metroplex is Jordan E's Popcorn and Company. And they have Diet Fitz Root Beer that's bottled in St. Louis. And I'm believing by promoing Jordan's, you know, popcorn and candy company in Waxahachie that maybe she'll buy me a six-pack of Diet Fitz Root Beer every time that we get ready to do our podcast. Okay. So well, there that's you go. my promo. By the way, on. if you're looking for Jake's Place in Venus, you don't have to Google Jake's Place. Just Google Venus. You'll see it. Yeah, There's like four things in yeah, Venus. So. Can't miss Venus. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, so why are we doing this podcast? It's probably a really good question. Yeah, it is. Why are we doing? Why would we even do a podcast like this? I don't know. Do you? You're supposed to actually talk about it first. Oh well. Why would you want to do this, man? It's just because, um, in my experience, and I've been in ministry for almost 26 years. Um, this year is 26 years in ministry, and I can. One of the things I can pretty clearly say is that the knowledge of the Word of God is. I don't want to say it at an all-time low, but it's it's down there. So it's, is this podcast about the Word of God? Absolutely. Oh, That's, I didn't. We didn't say that. No, this well, is about the Word the of God. We're talking this about, is about this the Bible. One of the essentials. Gotcha. Yes. So this you're is, supposed to do that, but I had to like throw it out there to you. This is a Bible podcast, right? Is that what we're going to call it? The essentials. The essentials. The essentials. And we're assuming people who come to watch this know that we're going to talk about the Bible. Right. Uh, by way of introduction, our background. My name is John Michael. I said that already. He's actually my brother-in-law. I actually married his sister. Um, but even before that, we knew each other for a long, long time. You've known me since I was probably a 35 years, 35 yeah, years, junior, bi maybe, junior a little bit, maybe a little bit longer. And then of course she married my sister, which I highly recommended her not to do and been stuck Last. with you ever since. I don't, I don't know, but I, I do want to go back to why this podcast, because it is kind of a little, I don't know, it's out of the box for me in the sense that I, who really is going to watch it, who is going to listen to it. Maybe my mom. Probably not even my wife, but I might have a few others that might do that. I looked up online, John Michael. Did you know that there are over 150 million podcast episodes worldwide? I did not know that. You did not know that. Well, <laughs> I, it's good. And half of all of podcast episodes um, receive less than 29 views in the first week. I will so say this. If you should we have can, experience if with we that. Be, if we've written a book. And that's no one. Yeah, I had less, nobody read I had that. less than twenty nine people buy that book. It's called The Best of Us, by the way. If you want to go on iTunes, if you can do that, Tim Ferguson. It's a book on Amazon parenting. Book, Amazon and obviously, books. since Paul is here, like doing our producer, director, my oldest son, um, I've obviously failed as a parenting book. So I've kind of put that book off to off to the sides. <laughs> he only took us three hours to set up this podcast thing for today. So I, we're, we're thankful that he's here, though. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, buddy. But again, less than 29 views in the first seven days, half of all episodes. Uh, I mean, the average span of a podcast is 174 days. So really? my goal is for us to make it 175 days. So there you go. We'll see how that goes. But I'm sorry. That's a long time. Our, our history. <laughs> our history. So yeah, I met Tim when I was probably in seventh grade, sixth grade. Actually, I've been in church with Tim my whole life. Uh, he was not on staff. He was the angry basketball coach at Trinity Christian School when I was younger. Um, and uh, he was varsity basketball coach, and I knew him. But I, we really met each other, actually, when it comes to the Bible, yeah. with Bible quiz. I mean, I was Bible quiz coach. You were a seventh-grade Bible quiz student. 
My sister, who you married now, is your wife was in Bible quiz. My wife was in Bible quiz. My son is in Bible quiz. Who's Both my here kids with us. are in Bible quiz. And then my other two children are yep. in Bible quiz. And someday, our grandson right now, Caspian, who's almost three, we're going to have him in Bible quiz. That's if, the goal. Even if Susanna doesn't want to, uh, we're going we're gonna to do that. So we believe the Bible is important. Yeah. And, and our background from the Word of God in our families goes deep into our generations, and we want to have that imparted to, imparted to you as well. I mean, Paul, you got me, anything you don't say? You're behind, the, you're behind the mic. You don't want to talk? No, I'm good. No, you're good. Okay, all right. For me, uh, Bible, I mean, Bible quiz, even just that part of it, just knowing, even the first year when I wasn't really committed to it, I only learned a little bit of it, has just been something that has just been, just helped the strong foundation of my parents. Always, we were in church every so, day. So who's our audience? Hmm. I would say our audience, if you don't believe in Jesus, if you don't believe in God, We'd love for you to watch, but that means you're probably not going to believe in any you of the might, things you we're might talking get about. Some of our unintended yeah. humor. I, I do have to go back to our family background because our family, our all of our family, we we sometimes process life through through sarcasm, and yeah. I, I know that's not really biblical or spiritual, but it's kind of a default mechanism for us, especially. I mean, even, even to get serious for a moment. Even with your wife and my sister Tammy, who's battled breast cancer for over twelve you know, years, 12 yeah, years and the miracle of her, even her to be alive and her testimony today is just amazing. But even in some of that, we we our humor can get a little dark, dark at times. Yeah. So we apologize for that in advance. If you're picking this up in the second or third episodes, go back and watch this part because, um, you know. It gives us a disclaimer up front that we were, is, we're not always super... It's not going to help them if they're picking us up in the third and fourth episode. I'm oh, just saying. At least I said it. At least I said <laughs> At least I have a disclaimer. Back to the intended audience. I'm sorry. I'm uh, okay. backwards. Why do we even have this run sheet? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Um, but if, you're, if you don't believe in Jesus, if you don't believe in God, you're probably... Uh, you're welcome to hang out with us. And again, it, but it's not for you. This is for people who would say that their foundation is a belief in God and probably... Even yeah. that have Jesus as their Lord and Savior, that have made a that that are in church. Um, again, not that we don't anyone anyone wants to watch them doesn't watch, but you're going to get the most out of this if you are a what we'd say a, a Protestant yes. believer. Yes, I mean we're, we we believe the Bible yeah. to be true. We believe that all Scripture is God breathed, and we're going to approach it from that aspect right. of it. And those who are seasoned and know the Word like crazy, I think you still can enjoy it and, yeah. and get something from it. For sure, but it's also for those who may not have. A lot of knowledge, and we're going to try to help you with knowledge. And again, and we're going to maybe bring some things out you haven't you haven't thought about or considered before. So, so for me, the need for this when I was in, was was a youth pastor for 15 years, um, <clears throat> the need for this became hugely apparent when I'm I'm in Temple. I'm a youth pastor at a church in Temple, and I'm uh, I'm preaching all these really good sermons. These good, deep yeah. theological, you know, good sermons because uh, yeah. I'm deeply theological. Um, and, and, uh, you are more than you realize. I, I know, but, but again, I'm, that might be the only sermons. compliment you get in these first eight episodes. <laughs> but so as I'm preaching, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a disconnect. And so I, I decided one summer, you know what, I'm just going to, these kids don't know what I'm talking about. So I'm just going to tell, um, stories of the Bible. And so I just basically took the first, took six weeks. I started with David and Goliath and everybody knew that one. But when I got to the story of like, oh, I got to the story of Esther, which is one of my favorite stories of all time. And I started telling the story of Esther. I started noticing that about halfway in, the kids are in the front row going, like, what happens next? I mean, what do you mean what happens next? Do You're we have to talk about Esther already? Uh, we're, we'll talk, no, we'll, I have we'll a get strong into that one. Stop. Not yet, not yet, not yet. We want to try to hook them, hook people before they just leave us because of your... Strong opinions. Now, that's another point because, like, <laughs> this is a, a podcast about, I would say, information and knowledge. Right. It's about spiritual life principles, but it's also commentary and opinion on the Word of God. Right. I mean, there are times that we're going to give you our commentary, our opinion on the Word of God, and you may disagree with that, um, and I'm okay with that, but just know that I'm right anyway. And even if he disagrees, I'm generally I'm generally right, and, and, he, and he's not. So that's, that's where we are. But... I, but it is, it is, to be serious, um, we want to bring the Word of God to you. We want you to learn about it, but also we're going to have commentary upon it as we, as we go along. And I think we'll have fun with it, but we'll yeah. also be serious. And hopefully you'll get some, uh, it'll, what we want to grow in you is a little bit of a hunger. Um, again, we're not, this is not condemnation. If you don't know what we're talking about, that, but this is one of those things where we're saying, hey, it would behoove you. And the Word of God is... More of a tool for you than you behoove? can even imagine. What does behoove mean? We want millennials to watch this podcast. 
Okay, I'm sorry. Paul, do you know what behoof means? No, I didn't think so. It See, would... My point. Never mind, go on. I'm sorry. It I would... interrupted you. <laughs> yeah, it would be that, good for you. Paul just held up 10 fingers. Does that mean we've gone 10 minutes? We've gone how 10 long, minutes? That's how impressive. Long, how long do you think you want us to go, Paul? <laughs> Try to stay under an hour. Okay, okay. try to stay under an hour. Okay. When we I'm see sorry. Paul get on Twitch, we'll know it's time to quit. Okay, <laughs> that I was, talk about that was three minutes ago. Uh, let me be serious for <laughs> on the next point. This really started for me, this whole first segment for us, when I was in Hawaii a year ago, and we went on a we went on a, an ATV tour, and we did our first little stop you know, in this beautiful part of Hawaii, and our tour guide, a native Hawaiian, he was talking about the fact asked the question, do you know what aloha means? And of course, you know, I said, yeah, I know what aloha means. It means the traditional hello and goodbye in Hawaii. And he looked at us and he goes, no, no, it's so much more than that. He goes, aloha comes from a Hawaiian word, alo, which it means to be in the presence, and then ha, which is the derivative of the Hebrew word ya, and he, which means to be the breath of life. And so he said, when you say aloha, you're saying to be in the presence of the breath of life. And it was at that moment that God downloaded something into my spirit about the Word of God. And I began to realize that every time I pick up the Word of God, because as 2 Timothy 3.16 says, all Scripture is God-breathed. Every time I pick up the Bible, and I'll pick up my iPad because where the Word is right now, <laughs> I'm in the presence of the, of the breath of yeah. life. And, and so that's what we're giving you in this podcast. We're giving you the breath of life. So that's block A. Block so A. There let's you go. go to, let's go to block B. Block B. All right. So... Um, do you ever watch Jimmy Fallon? Or I, I think probably uh, Dave Letterman did more of this. Nobody but... watches late night TV anymore. Sure they do. No, they don't. No, Absolutely. one of the guys just stepped down, like a, just stopped, like a week, like a do week ago. Do you know ago. this guy's name? Uh, I don't know. One of the uh, one of the late late guys, late late show. This this actually. It's I don't watch James. it, so how would I know? I know Jimmy Fallon because he was on the really cool romantic baseball movie That's... <laughs> about the Red Sox. Yes, that's a great movie, by the way. Fever pitch, thank you. Fever pitch, yes, thank uh, you. Which actually leads me to, like, you know, these are things that our culture would consider essentials, knowing who James Corden is. Would be like an essential if you were going to be culturally relevant. I know who Johnny Carson is and Jay Leno. Well, that is incredibly good. I'm so glad. That's 50 years old, Tim. Johnny Carson. He's, yeah. My parents would watch it and I would sneak in and watch the end of it when I was a kid. But that's irrelevant. No one cares about late late shows anymore. Maybe Greg Gutfeld. I know that on Fox at 10 o'clock, the Gutfeld Live is on. I watch that sometimes. You and the other 15, 65 year He's the most watched late night guy. Sorry, essentials. <laughs> okay, sorry. All right. It, it, <laughs> um, is the lack of knowledge of scripture. The lack of knowledge of, this is the reason we're doing it, is because if you, if you ask cultural questions, if you ask who Taylor Swift's Boyfriend was Paul. Who was Taylor Swift's boyfriend that she just broke up with? Uh, Joe. I know his first name's Joe. <laughs> and I know that like people in New York, well, they they like take like flowers to the apartment where they where they used to live together, and now they're not there, and they're mourning and weeping. And I think if you were there right now, Paul, you might actually take flowers and mourn over the breakup. But hey, that's a whole other subject. Always excited about the breakup. I, but see, it's essential Taylor. for me. Right. I'm, I wouldn't say that I'm super relevant with a lot of musically cultural. Right. But I have connected with Taylor Swift because it's been really important to my, my children, my young adult children who still believe that they can meet and be best friends or married to Taylor Swift someday. So right. but that's a whole other subject. Uh, I think, yeah. Um, the, the point is there are some things that are necessary to know. And what we don't want is for you to get a man on the street interview, like right. I, I watched this not long ago where they ask a, a young adult girl, who won the Civil War, the North or the South? <laughs> and she just looked really confused and gave no answer. And then he followed up and he asked her the question, can you name me the eight dipping sauces that Chick-fil-A has for their chicken? I mean, you know, she went off the Chick-fil-A sauce, the sweet and spicy, sriracha. Sweet I, mean, I mean, she was running the list off like, I mean, but for her, that was essential. Right. Uh, but for knowledge of the Civil War, irrelevant. We would the reason we're calling this essential is because we believe the Bible. It's there's knowledge in there that we believe is in, essential for you to walk your faith out in the Lord. We, we want you to get that. So, so again, when we did the essentials. The word essential is literally. Um, it's probably more relevant now than it has been in forever. The word essential is a. It's it's before this, but a COVID word, which means that it is. 
completely relevant to everyone. In other words, yeah. if you were an essential worker, you were not staying home, you were going to Absolutely work. Absolutely necessary. Because you had to have the, you. Is the and, definition. And it's more necessary the more dire the situation is. And so, because if, I mean, if you're a nurse, you're an essential worker. If you're a teacher, I mean, you just had to be, you had to be there. And the more dire the circumstances are, the more we'd see our world going, the more important it is to have the Word of God. In and we believe the Bible is absolutely, absolutely essential, absolutely necessary for you to walk out a faith, a faith-filled life. And I think even to to grow. I mean, we, I mean, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Right. And so, even if you are an unbeliever or new in your faith, I mean, you will gain more just by, by growing out there. And I, I was, I was, I mean, do you know any economic essentials? Um, save, save. Uh, yeah, save your money. No, I'm just kidding. No, that's not. I mean, uh, do you know what Tanstaffel means? Yeah. There ain't no such thing as a free lunch. So it's an acronym. There yes. ain't no such thing as a free lunch. No one ever gives you something like my son Paul right here. I mean, we are going to play golf on Thursday. We're dry, we're leaving. We're flying to Oregon. We're playing at Banded Dudes. Big golf trip. I mean, what I'm paying for most of it. The flight, the airline, the hotel, all that kind of stuff. I'm doing it. He is paying for the green fees, but everything else I'm paying for. But it ain't free. No, because he's, because he's here the right, right now. now. <laughs> no, he makes like $100 an hour producing at his church, but he's working for free because it costs him. There ain't such thing as a free lunch. It's essential right. that you know that. And supply and demand. The yes. reason things cost more is because there's a low supply and a high demand. If you wanted economics, sorry. Yes, if you're like, if no one wants your product. Absolutely. The worst thing you can do is raise prices. Absolutely. It, it flies against the essential economic right. principle. So you don't know these things unless you understand the essentials of these right. particular areas. And, and like for me, I mean, I have an iPhone, I have an iPad, I have an iPhone 14. I think it's a plus. I'm not sure exactly which one it is. It's a weird flex, but yeah. It's a weird flex, but, but I, I think there's like four <laughs> or five things that I need to know how to do. I need to know how to call. I need to know how to text message. I need to know how to get onto apps and download apps. And I need to know how now I figured out that my grandson, when he gets on the iPad and starts watching, he can change off to other things. So I had to figure out how to do the little button three times on the top to freeze it so he can't go to inappropriate you know, sites. So it's essential that I know things. And so we are here. Tim actually airdropped something or tr attempted to airdrop. I, I got it out quicker. I know how to airdrop. But he knows how to airdrop. So that's, that's a pretty no, good no, essential. That's, that's insulting. <laughs> so... Biblically, I mean, what I mean, what are the biblical essentials here that that we need to know? Um, the Word of God. I mean, I would say you would need to know who Jesus was, um, his nationality. Like, you need to know where he came from, who he is. You need to know what happened in the beginning. I would say you probably need to know the, at least the beginning. Uh, you need to know who the characters are, who the people that God used. Like, again, if there's um, if you're, I don't even know anything about the Muslim religion, but I believe Allah is important. And, uh, what's his name? Uh, who's the other one? Buddha. Yeah. That guy is important too. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. That's a different, that's, that's a different, song, by the way. I know, but that's a different religion. Is I that know. George Harrison? No. That yeah. Would, George Harrison. Hare Krishna. Didn't is you say it? Hare. I mean, I know it's like Yeah. A, it's one of the Beatles. Yeah. yeah I, can't, I thought I you were the, in the sixties music was like your, your, your genre. It it that is. might be early seventies though. I don't know. But yeah. yes. Hare Krishna. Why are we on this? I don't, you're the one that said Hare Krishna. I was just saying you have to know the characters. If you don't know who the people are, if you don't know who the, you know, if you don't know the how they're related to each other and how they relate to God, I mean, just it's important. I mean, I think it's important in the Bible you understand the context. It's it's don't take a scripture or a word or knowledge out of the context of the passage. I think it's important in the Word of God that you have a foundation. I I mean that's one of the reasons why our, you know if you want in my family in my household if you wanted to eat. You were going to memorize God's word and yeah. know God's word. <laughs> I think it's essential that you get the word of God because it speaks to you. I mean, what yeah. does Hebrews 4.12 say? The word of God is alive and active and sharper than a double-edged sword. And it penetrates to the dividing of soul and spirit, and it judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. Yes. Like so it, it, discern, it discerns. Yeah. So when we are living our lives, like, you know, all of a sudden the word becomes a movie critic because that literally right. is what the word comes from, criticos, I believe. Um, it's the only time it's used in the... In discernment. The, uh, discernment. It's a discerner. And so we become the word becomes a movie critic for our yeah. actions and our thoughts. I mean, can you think of something recently where you felt the word just come into your life and just go, and just mm -hmm. go, wait a minute, you shouldn't do that. Oh, absolutely, all the time. Like, I mean, all the time. Like when we started this podcast? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> There's this big warning. Don't do this, but I, I don't know. We did it anyway. 
Right. So again, to me, the word of God, what, what makes the word of God so powerful in your life, one of the things for me is, <clears throat> is that it's a, it's a, it's a tool. Yeah. Okay. So like, okay. All right. I'm going to do this. You You're said, good, yeah, good. you said no object lessons, but I'm going to give it. So a uh, few, several years ago, a missionary. Why are you having a knife? Several years ago, a missionary from, I'm trying to tell you, from Estonia came uh, and was, he came and preached to us and he brought these and these were, this is the number one tool of the guys in Estonia. So it looks like a regular knife, but I mean, it's a really cool knife. Probably the nicest knife I've ever had. The tang, which, you know, the tang is, the tang, it goes all the way down to the bottom. Um, The tang is the, is the piece that makes it useful. Like this is not a show knife. This is a real knife. You would, you would probably consider it like the sword of the, I mean, again, they use it in battle. They use it for everything, but it's such a tool um, and it's useful for everything. And that's one of the things the Bible talks about is that it's useful for so many different things. But the cool thing about the Bible is, and if you're a new believer, even if you just, if you don't know all these things, the more you know about the Bible, it becomes less of a tool for you. And, uh, you know, in Hebrews 4.12, and then if you go to um, uh, Ephesians uh, chapter uh, 5, where are we at? Yeah, it says, in addition, it's talking about the, the full armor of God. It says, in addition, take on, and it gives you the shield of faith, sort of the, And it says, take the helmet of salvation, and after you've been saved, take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. So like a lot of people think, hey, you know, this is my sword. But here's the the truth of the matter is, this is not your sword. This is the sword of the Spirit. So even if you're like an immature believer, if you just just came into the Word, the more you know about the Bible, the more you give the Holy Spirit in your life to work with. Like so when depression comes your way and you don't know what's going on, I mean— the Holy Spirit will bring those words from the Bible and it will use them to combat the enemy for you. So like um, we were talking earlier about, um, you know, we do counseling all the time. And I'm just going to be honest, in the last 10 years, I've sat in counseling meetings and just gone, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, you know. Um, and it's in those moments that the, that the Holy Spirit will take the word of God that's inside of me. But you can't, you can't take the word of God, Jermichael, unless you have that foundation. Right, and that's what I'm saying. That's why that it's knowledge. so important. You've got to put this in your toolbox. You've got to make it a necessity. I mean, you can't walk away without it. And so that's what this is for us, is making yes. sure that you are equipped yes. equipped to, to make it. I mean, I so, yeah. so the essentials, yeah. it's a foundation yep. for you. We want to give you a foundation. And then secondly, we want to give you tools yes. that, that you can allow the word of God to to discern your thoughts and your actions because you need the word to correct you at times and you need the word for sometimes just flat out faith at times yeah. to believe for the good things in life and not just to correct you on the bad things because sometimes you're in places where your thought process, your patterns, your life, you know, you don't believe that God can do something really awesome yeah. or God can do, but the word will point you in a good direction and it will critique your thoughts and your actions. Then finally, like you said there, it's, it's a weapon. Yes. It is a weapon yeah. that, that the Lord says the word of God, which is the sword of the spirit that you can use against the enemy, that when the enemy comes, you can fight back with, with the word of God. So that's the foundation of the essentials. That's why we're calling yeah. it the essentials. Which segues and, into this next part about, yes, yes. about the characters, why the characters are so important. One of the things, and you just well, said well, it. Well, that's, that's the end of, that's the end of block. No, that's the end of block two. Block, yes. two, block two, block B. But now we're going into, into what this season right, is about. Season, season is about. one, right. eight episodes of what are the essentials we're talking about. And, and there you were. What yeah. You? So what we're going to do is we're going to, this, we're going to focus on the, the, the characters, the heroes, the good guys, the bad guys, the great women of the Bible, the great men of the Bible, the great kids of the Bible. I mean, we're going to talk about all these, the, our favorite stories. We're going to try to categorize these in groups. Um, and I, again, we're calling it the top 10 concept, top 10. Yeah. The top 10 concept. And and one of the reasons that the like, characters... Let's just... We'll do a couple things right now before we go. Let's... I mean, like asking the question, the Lakers and the Warriors play. they play tonight or tomorrow night? Paul, do they play tonight or tomorrow night? They play tonight. Yes. Tonight. Well, I mean, I believe that Steph Curry is the greatest player of this generation. I believe he personally changed the game of basketball because of the way he shoots the three-pointer. He's caused the defenses to go out. It's eliminated the big man, big man in basketball. And so my opinion... And my commentary is that he far dwarfs LeBron James, who my son Paul would feel really like he's need the, to get a camera on Paul, just for what just happened just now. His face. I mean, he believes that he's the <laughs> not only the greatest player of this generation, but maybe the greatest player of all time. Which I'm not even sure LeBron makes the top ten of the greatest player of all time. But so that's a joke. That is a joke. I will acknowledge that that he might make nine or ten. Um, wow. But, I hate LeBron, and I know he's so. Top we're going to give you information, <laughs> the Word of God, through the top ten, and and that'll start next week. 
Yeah. We will do our first list. Uh, the first list. Uh, we'll probably break that up into two weeks, and we'll give you things out of that, and it'll be the top ten men in the Bible. Yeah. Unless, okay, so if you don't, why are they just listing characters? I, this is probably the biggest thing for me is that each of these characters pinpoint, like, what God did. You were talking about yeah. faith. The reason that I can have faith for, um, you know, we were watching The Chosen the other day, and my son is sitting there, and we're watching an episode about Peter. Well, if you know my son, he's... he. Peter would probably be the one he would he would most like the angry the you know the just that he's that guy yeah. and as he's watching it he actually he really associated himself and he looked at him and, it, and there's so many times in the Word of God that that just seeing someone else seeing God do someone something through someone that's similar to you or that that you can man God's just obviously a genius but but because then it brings you into that and it says it, it like you said it builds your faith because of that I, you well, know. There, there's over 3,000 names, named individuals in the Bible. Yeah. Now, some of those have multiple names. Like, I think there's 14 different Josephs in the Bible. Yeah. So there's like 1,400 unique names in the Bible. And so we can't go over all of them. I mean, some of, I mean, like ben, Ben-Hur, you know, is like mentioned like one time in 1 Kings chapter 4. You made a whole one movie of about it, make, right? make a whole movie about it. I mean, and so, and so we can't go over all of those and go in depth. But we're going to take the essentials. Yeah. And we're going to the come up there. And these are... These are our essentials. We've come up. We'll have a three-member panel vote. Me, John Michael, and Paul, and we will come with a unified uh, vision based on our pointing of who the top ten are. And that again, that'll begin next week. But we thought we'd give you kind of a little as we oh, get yeah. ready to end. We get ready to to come near the rounding third base for our first podcast episode. We thought we'd give you a little insight into what it will look like. Um, so well, let's do a top ten today, just on best Bible movies, TV shows. Of all time, so you can, you'll, you can start. So, what's your number ten? My number ten is and I'll, is I can just I know that I'm gonna catch. Are you it afraid? For this. Are you afraid? No, of I 10? just know I'm gonna catch it for this. And it, number ten is One Night with the King, the story of Esther by Tommy. Uh, what was his name? Can't remember who. Tommy Teddy. You got actually wrote. No, absolutely, 100. percent One Night with the King. So the story of a guy having sex with over 365 women over a full year process. And this is a romantic love story that you put up as your favorite Bible story? I mean... <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, it, honestly, and I will say this, and I've always said this, when I read this, you look at it and go, this godly girl just entered a sex contest. No, we love Esther. One. No, we I love know, Esther. Absolutely. She's amazing. Absolutely. Sure, but but, but, but king, crazy. I have issues yeah. with the king. But that's my. I mean, that's, but you can't have issues with her, with him, without. She didn't have so, a choice. I, I, I mean, get she's it. forced to come into there. And I guess if you're forced but into, we're not, we don't want to. We don't want to go into Esther so too one much. One night with the king. One night with the king. Uh, number ten for me is Superbook, and that's not the original. Like they're not the original. No, the new one. But yeah. the TBN guys, they have done Superbook remade in the last two or three years. They've got season one and season two. I've been showing those to my grandson, and I actually get caught up in the in the in the they're graphics, good. and and I specifically like the David episode. It's just. I mean, like every time it happens, like my grandson Caspian is almost, you know, two, he'll go, David, be Goliath, <laughs> you know, and it, to get the word into him at yeah, that age, I just, I just love it. So number nine for you. Number nine for me is, uh, you're, you may not think this is a Bible book, but it is, is the, the A Thief in the Night series. And I'm not talking about, hold on. Oh, never mind. Go ahead. I'm not talking about the new one. I'm not talking about Left Behind. I'm talking about the original yeah, ones. I know what Thief Back in the, the night 70s, was, those ones. I was born before you. Because I... The reason those made the list is because I just still remember just almost peeing my pants during that first movie and just knowing that Jesus was coming so, back. So you're, you're putting as one of the best Bible movies of all time something that, that imparted fear and terror into your life? Absolutely. I went to bed every night. Of, God is not a doubt of fear. Shut up. For like, a, <laughs> for like a week after watching those movies, I got in my bed and I just, just prayed that Jesus... Please be in my heart so that if you come back, that snake won't get well, out of the cage and well, bite me. Or... So far, so far we're 0 for 2 because I don't have this in my top 10 either. Oh. Um, I have number 9 as Jeremiah. I mean, it's a 1998 film. I, I've never, ever seen another movie on Jeremiah. Is that the TNT version of Jeremiah? Uh, I don't think it's TNT. I don't think, it, but I think it's kind of like modeled after the TNT right. version. This is an amazing film that gets you into that. And if you want to go deep and get into, you know, some really serious judgment of God stuff. <laughs> speaking of thief in the night, I right. mean, this is this is a great this is a great movie to watch about the prophet. I love it. So, so this is 1998 Jeremiah. This is your homework, by the way. No, no, no. Watch some. No, no. watch one of these movies. I'm telling you. Watch Super Mario. Don't watch the Bible stuff. Oh, it won't help word. you. You know. Number eight for me. 
sorry. In, doesn't Guardians of the Galaxy come out this weekend? Don't watch that instead. Don't get any Bible in your life. That won't help you at all. There's the Tim we all know and love. All right. Sorry. So at number eight, uh, I have, and this is nostalgia. Eight and seven are both going to be high nostalgia, but very landmark for me. Number eight was Jesus of Nazareth, the original Jesus film. Everybody had a British accent. Everybody had long beards. Everybody was white as the snow, except for uh, Joseph of uh, what the guy that helped Simon of Cyrene, the guy that no, helped no, Jesus with the cross. No, only, no, only no, brown no, person in the do, whole thing. Do not go watch this movie. <laughs> I didn't I mean, say you, you need will to watch fall it. asleep you, in the it first is ten minutes. Absolutely, do not watch this movie. Don't. I mean, he what? had nothing else to watch when he, he was Nostalgia. a homeschool. He was a homeschool kid. He couldn't watch or listen to anything, so he anything seemed good to him. My so mom and dad walked out. Or, Pulled big out of the okay, VCR. Number eight for me. That's how. Yeah, is the 2018 uh, Paul film. I mean, on the good. Apostle Paul. Yeah, I mean, really the good. end of that when he's getting ready to go be executed, and you know, I, they're they're reading the scripture from 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 Timothy. I mean, and we actually named our son after Paul. So you know, this obviously, I love the character of Paul. You yeah. know, what Paul means Paul means small one. So does it? So, yeah. So that's why we it's named it that. We were prophetic that Paul would be full Small of arrogance, and we'd have to we have to bring him down a little bit there. Oh, so number seven for you. Number seven for me was the Ten Commandments. Again, these are as a child. This was a. I mean, it's Charlton Heston. Uh, the special effects back then, you're just like, whoa! How did they do that? It's it's a really good movie. This is the um, first thing we agree on. Oh, it's in your I mean, top I, ten. It's in, it's in my top ten. I will actually. Is it higher? It's number five. I have ten commandments. Oh, okay. Five. This movie had a huge impact yeah. in my life, and I know a lot of it is extra biblical for sure. But the principles of it, and he, and to see Hollywood approach it from a you know won so many Academy Awards with I a mean, big star. I mean, I mean, with real I, cast. I, I mean, you just have we haven't yeah. seen Hollywood really dig deep and embrace you know biblical films. Of this level in a, you don't in a long think Kirk time. Cameron was a big enough, his biggest Charlton Heston. I, I love Kirk Cameron, but I, <laughs> I don't think that that um, Warner Brothers, maybe we can have Kirk Studios Cameron, on, maybe we'll or get Disney are doing are doing the Ten Commandments in the modern. Maybe we'll thing. get big enough to have Kirk Cameron on this podcast. Someday. Number seven for me, I really stretched with this one um, because he's only really mentioned by name, but they do have a lot of Jesus in this. Number seven for me has been her. Right. And I just pick any one of them, 1923, 1959, which won all the Academy Awards, or 2003. Just pick one of them. It is a great film. You want to watch a it's silent good, it's movie? It's a good story. Really good story, right. If you ever watch a silent movie, I'd watch, I'd recommend Is that the one where the guy died, or was it 59 that he died on the chariot race? They actually had... The, a, 23 is where yeah, he died, yeah. He, they had a guy that really... Yeah, but no one watches silent I mean, movies anymore. Right. But even 2003 was a great film. So that was number seven for me. All right. I don't know, you, number six for you. Number six, animated classic. One of my favorites of all time was... Uh, Prince of Egypt. Paul, have any of these number six? Number six. Paul, Paul, have any of these made any, you made any of these made your top ten? Prince of Egypt would be my number one. Well, yeah, it's because you're Prince of Egypt is your number one. Yes. Have you yeah. seen any of the other films? Yeah, I've seen. You've seen Jesus of Nazareth. That's no. a lie. You've never watched Jesus. I've never, never watched, watched it. I'm not what? Watched. I've started watching it and I can't watch it. It's no one watching. It, it is. It's Jeff Hartman, maybe boring, epic, I mean, but it's really it's good. His favorite, uh, for, <laughs> I do have Prince of Egypt. It's number four for me. I, th I truly think it is the best yeah. pure Hollywood film done by, ho by mainstream Hollywood ever. And that cast. And that cast. Uh, unbelievable. I can still see Deliverous. I mean, yeah, just... Uh, what was the girl's name? Is she, I don't think she's alive anymore. The, uh, the one who's saying, who's saying she was... Uh, it was Whitney Yaka. Houston. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the, the Hebrew actress, the Hebrew voice. She was one of the, the oh, singers okay, on you. there. Yeah, Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. All of this. I mean, Val Kilmer, oh. Ben Kingsley. It was like a huge... Number four for me, but I don't know. Go to Steve Martin. Steve Mar oh, yeah, Steve Martin and what's his name? And Martin Short are both... Yeah. Uh, what's that? What's the, what's that I'm song? ranking this one higher, even as we're talking. Man, that's, a, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> I might put... I'm definitely putting this to number three. So now that's that my I'm number talking. six. What's your number six? Number six was uh, my hist the History Channel Bible Series. And then it morphed into, this was about six or seven years ago, and then it morphed into the AD Bible with NBC. Yeah, right. I mean, it just, it went through the Bible. They did a really good job with it. It was documentary fic, a drama at the same time. Uh, I would recommend this for knowledge. This is not the M NBC Bible. This is the one it's before both. that. It's both. Hey, it was uh, History Channel did it, but then History Channel is owned by NBC, yeah. and so they took it and made it mainstream yeah. with the AD. It was, my, it was on my honorable mention it's list. It's not on your it, list. It would I'm be looking. on my honorable mention list. That and I know you have things yeah. in the, on the on your list that aren't even really the Bible, but that's okay. Go ahead. No, I don't. Where? What? What thing was not the Bible? Thief in the night. No one believes in the rapture anymore. That's Revelation. That's from the Book of Revelation. Wait, no. First of all, the rapture is not in the Book of Revelation. 
I'm sorry. No I'm going to stop and give you an essential right now. The, the word rapture is not mentioned in the New Testament. It is mentioned in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 when he's talking about we'll be caught, caught up, up to be in the air with him. But there's up. no word to be right. I think it's harzazo or something like that. The Greek word, no rapture in Revelation. No thief in the Did I say the rapture? You said revelation. I said revelation. I didn't say the... All right. Even so, he will come like a thief. Number five. Comes in the night. Number, Number five. five. Uh, Jonah and the big fish. Now, look. It's up Over there. The Prince of Egypt? Yeah. <laughs> that is a real... That now, is hold real. on. I will say this. I didn't realize... Like, I would have... No this, one would pick Jonah the big fish over the Prince of Egypt. This encapsulates it. Now, if you just said Veggie Tales as a whole, that, that's what I, that's what I'm just I'm trying to say. This it encapsulates. I mean, Dave and the Giant Pickle. It doesn't. I mean, you said Jonah the big fish. I know, but I'm looking at your list. This it is doesn't the only, say, this is the it doesn't movie, say Veggie Tales. And my kids loved it. Jonah was a prophet. Number five for me was Ten Commandments. I've already talked about that. Yeah, right. Number four for you, uh, Gospel of John, and which came hold, out. Hold on, at hold, on the, hold on. Hold on. Now, I like the Gospel of John. It's very, it's no one, very no boring. One watching this no one, I know, I no get it. No one watching this podcast, unless they're over 60, could watch the Gospel of John. I, again, I mean, Paul would literally fall asleep. I literally took my youth group to watch that. Probably the dumbest moment of all time. It's word for word the Bible. I know, but here's the thing. So it's it's right up against, in the same timeline as yeah. one of my other ones, the the um, the Passion of the Christ. It's right up in there. But like it's I do like the gospel. Not John. sensational. No one's gonna watch it. But it's it. like such a good. No one's gonna watch no, the gospel. Don't John. don't watch it. No, uh, number four for me, which I've changed now. Uh, so I flipped it in this process. Veggie Tales is number four for me, which just in general. I mean, wait, right? you had no, no. You mean you had it. Over Prince of Egypt? I had two. Oh, what a loser. <laughs> you actually showed up, and j- but Paul makes fun of me, and you switched. No, Paul, Paul convinced me. Flopper. Paul convinced oh, me. He's Lord. right. He's right. I mean, even as I was talking about it, I was kind of, but they're right there. Mine are five and six. They're right beside each other, but I'm not flopping because I have an opinion. I have, I have VeggieTales number four now. And that I would say Rack Shack and Benny's my favorite. That's great. One. I mean the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, but they have a number of pure Bible stories. I mean that not only your children can watch, but also as an adult, you'll go, "Wow, I learned things about the Bible today that I didn't know." Because those guys are really good yes. at throwing in knowledge to you that you that you probably wouldn't consider. And it's really entertaining as an adult. I loved it. Yes. You know, number three, number three, um, the Passion of the Christ. Number three. I mean, I I really love that movie. Jim Caviezel, maybe one of the best Jesuses of all time. I, I think he's the second best Jesus of all time. I would yeah. agree with that. But I, I couldn't put it on my list. Why? I have to be able to watch it more than once to put it on my list. Oh, watch that I multiple love, times. I love the Passion of the Christ. Hey, let me say but this. I can't, I can't watch if it you, again. If you were at our church, now look, every Easter, the clips of that showed uh, for 15 years. I, I Nobody else had another I, I Jesus. It. It, it didn't make, it's honorable mention. You didn't Great make your top 10 list? I did not make my top 10 list because wow. I have to be able to watch it more than once. And I can't. I'm not going to watch it more than once. Uh, so for me, number three, obviously, is now is the Prince of Egypt. Again, we've talked about the Prince of Egypt. <laughs> and uh, I that can't beat fail. the top two. But it, it, right I moved it up one. I mean, you had it down at the bottom of your list there. So. It's right there. It's five and six. No, six. Five, six. Yours is Jonah. Right. Jonah's not that good. Number two, my favorite all time, is the TNT Joseph. Where, I mean, that's hold on, just. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That hold is. On, hold on. Because this is my number one. I have to talk about this one. All right, I, I mean, because you, well, you I, flopped I, I wanted two were the right same, right but we flopped them. Yeah. So my number one is Joseph. And and again, we didn't confer any of this. We no, just kind of we just own. did it. Yeah. And, um, and so my number one is Joseph by TNT. It's got Ben Kingsley in it, Academy Award winner. It literally is um, the best depiction of a biblical story in all of Scripture. It's got four, a pretty racy, it's four hours. racy almost the sex modern scene in there. The modern edits yeah. that you get... <laughs> With Joseph and Potiphar's wife, gets a little tense. If you get back to when they originally aired it, it was way more than yeah, tense. I showed sure. it to my Bible <laughs> class once at my Trinity Christian school, and it, it was not a good idea. Coach Ferguson, what are you doing? It, it was. It, it's a. But it is. If yeah. you want to be moved by God and moved by the Spirit and really get a type of Christ, watch Joseph. So it is. It's a great movie. So well, you get your number or my number two. Your number one. My number one is just the Chosen series, man. man. You I know. Watch is, the chosen. It's bad because we feel like a, I feel like a millennial saying, you know, this is just the best of all time, and it is. I mean, I'm telling you, I love their Jesus. I love oh, what they do with the characters. Great. A lot of people are going to say it is not extra um, biblical. Extra, it's very extra biblical. But they stay, but every, they stay in line. Everything they do, they weave the extra biblical in. It is like 
I'm just going to tell you, if if you haven't watched The Chosen, um, yes. I would say it is an essential. And, 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 let, and let me give you some advice on this. Right. Don't watch it as entertainment, even though you will be entertained. Watch it as a devotional. Go take an episode and and watch watch one episode a yeah. day for you know for I guess there's what 24 episodes yes. maybe right now three yeah. seasons and just let it speak to you as the word of God it will get into your spirit and and then it'll make you hungry for the actual word of God surrounding yeah. the stories and that's and that's again the goal for us here with this whole thing is going to be to develop a hunger for the word of God I'm going to tell you this about the chosen um, there you know I'm I'm a little bit of a crier anyway Tim is is. As I've gotten older, I'm yeah, more, he's, I'm he's more way of more of a crier now than he used to be. But like, there have been, I probably, probably the first one that got me was, uh, I don't know why, but when when he healed the leper on the on the road, like I just, it was just, uh, I just started weeping, and I'm like, stop, stop. I was weeping during the um, during when he healed the woman with twelve issue of blood. Yeah, I mean, he's looking at her, he's focusing on her. I mean, and it just, I, it put me in that moment. It, it just had it. Yeah. It's like almost like I'm going to Israel. Um, just in the sense that when you walk the footsteps of Jesus in Israel, you get put in those moments, yeah. and that's what the Chosen does. Best extra watch biblical it. scene of Actually, time. I would recommend watching the Chosen over listening to or watching yeah. this podcast. Best, you shouldn't. That's not a thing you should do. Oh. But the best extra biblical, more than best 20. extra biblical thing that I've, I've ever seen is when Nicodemus is standing. That's the best scene of all. Yeah. He's, Nicodemus is standing there after he says he can't go with Jesus. He puts the money down and he's just weeping because he can't. It's just, I mean, it's, it's really good. So there's our top 10 list of movies. We gave you a top 10 list. We'll go in more depth on the biblical right, stuff. Sure. But we just want to give you an idea of how we're going to approach uh, this season, yeah. uh, the top 10s. And again, next week, we'll begin the top 10 men in the Bible. You don't want to miss it because uh, I'm sure that um, you might agree or disagree with who we have and why we have that. But again, it's information, knowledge, and commentary at the same time. All right, so Paul. Paul's got a game for us. Let's go. Because I don't know why he wants to do this. It's some podcast he watches. They do it. So, <laughs> so we'll hey. see. We'll see. Paul, what do you got for us? Y'all are always the ones bragging about which one of y'all is smarter. Um, and so I don't. I don't really brag about that. I'm, I'm pretty smart, but he does enough. You know what? You know what? Most people's problem is. <laughs> They don't, it's realize, a quote. They, don't, they don't realize how smart it's I am. It's a quote. You know what most people's problem is? They don't realize how smart I am. That is a quote from one of us at this table. Uh, and it isn't so, me. Okay. <laughs> so, so, Go ahead. We'll, we'll have a, a trivia on every episode. Um, okay. It'll be three rounds, and we'll keep a running tally over the season and see who is the smartest. So it'll be one sports question. Close your iPad. One Bible question. I, I'm on the Bible. Is he going to like put it in Second Timothy ask, three? He might. One sports question, one Bible question, and one from your niche category, which okay. you have told me, which will be worth double the points. Okay, you're going to ask each of us one each question. Of us one. Okay. If you miss it, the other person can steal it. All right. Um, Perfect. This first one is sports, the MLB, because I'm not sure John Michael knows about any of this sports. Good. So, <laughs> I have to... so this feels like a rigged contest. I feel like you're setting me up. You're giving him a major league baseball question. Well, they're, they're both. Major We're league both. Baseball. And they're both. Why not similar. live golf or something? Well, yeah, you could have made that your niche category. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Um, so the first. I feel cheated already. The first category. Um, Will be John Michael's question. You'll have ten seconds to answer, and there's two there's two answers to this one, so you can get two points. Two players in the top ten for all time career wins pitched in the two thousands. Name both of them. Um, yeah, all time wins. Two players. What? Ten seconds? Ten. Okay. I'll give you twenty seconds. I, I think Randy Johnson is one. In the two ends, in the two, there's two of them though, right? Two players in the top ten of all-time career wins pitched in the two thousands. Oh man. You have ten seconds. Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson, I'm locking him in. And. Five, four, three. Kenny Rogers. I'm wrong. Both of them are wrong. Oh. Everyone is correct. So now you'll have ten seconds to steal. If you know, you can get up to two points. Shoot. I don't know. Did Nolan make it to 2000? I'll say Nolan Ryan. Five. Jack Morris. Roger Clemens. Roger Clemens. Oh yes. Oh. Greg Maddox. Oh, he made it in the 2000s. Smoltz. Oh, okay. Greg Maddox. So no points for Greg Maddox. <laughs> All right. I miss Roger Clemens. We're both Texas fans too. That's next right. question. Well, he gets. Does he count that he that he had steroids? Yeah. 
Oh yeah. Does that still count? Is there an asterisk? It does. Okay, we both get a half point. It counts in my book. We both get a half point. Okay. Then we get some points. All right, two players in the top 15 for all-time career hits played in the 2000s. Name them. Two players? Yeah, Ichiro, Suzuki. Man. How much time do I have? I'll give you 20 seconds. Oh, Derek Jeter. Is that your final answer? Yes. Um, let me, I need to. D do you know the answer? I need to fact check this. Okay, I was right. Um, you get one point. Um, Derek Jeter is correct. Ichiro. Ichiro did not make it? Ichiro do I get to correct. steal the second one? You can okay. steal He had 3,000? I, I just fact checked it. I was right. What number is he? Uh, um, you can tell me what number he is. He was. I I'm, pro I'm protesting this. Curvy Bucket. Incorrect. Albert Kruko's. Oh. Did Curry sure make not in the top? I'm okay. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. Next. We can, we're. It's one to zero. Shoot. I'll add it in later if you're right. One to zero. <laughs> All right. Now we're to the Bible question. Round two. John Michael. Okay. Um, how old was Sarah, the wife of Abraham, when she died? This seems really minutia. Man, it is. I would say... What about who was the first king of Israel? What was something like that? How old? Six years old. 106. Final answer? Yes. 110. Incorrect. You 110? Is that your final answer? Mm -hmm. Incorrect. 127. Really? Wow. Mm -hmm. That's shocking. This is, this is pretty minutia, bro. You've gotten... Deep no, I'm, in the good weeds. I'm good with it. I know, it's good. That's well, no, that's all right. Podcasting. Yeah. Hey, we're right. I know, I get it. All right. Why can't you ask when you, what age did she have her baby? I mean, round two is what well did Abraham and Abimelech fight over? Beersheba. Final answer? Yes. That's correct. Two to zero. <laughs> two to zero. Those are both pretty hard, I'm not gonna lie. I just I was just reading this last week, yeah, so of it's good. Sorry. I was just reading this last week. Right. And I've been there initially. If you go to Beersheba, we've been, there, we've been to you can go to Beersheba. Yeah, are there spots open yeah. still? Yes, there are. Okay. We still got four spots. Look, now you can go on the Essential Podcast cruise to Israel. We're up to the niche, <laughs> niche questions. Okay. Um, two points. If you don't get this, you don't win, obviously. Right. Um, John Michael's category is 60s rock and roll. Not sure why he chose that as a niche question. Honestly, it doesn't I don't, know I don't that George either. Harrison I, was I in know. It did Hardy Christian. I know, but it's still part of the 60s in yeah, the Beatles. Yeah. Okay. In the song, Stagger Lee by Lloyd Price, who gets shot? Stagger Lee. Of course he shot Jim Billy. Oh, he shot him oh so fast. Is that your final That the answer? bullet went through. Hold on. Billy, yes. Yes. That's correct. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no one knows that. I, I do. No one knows that. But the bullet went through Billy and shot the bartender's oh, wow. glass. Yeah, I got it. Wow. Stagger Lee. The story of Stagger Lee. Okay. See, I, I knew I picked the right category. I'm, we're not tied. <laughs> yeah, I'm bound. I'm bound in your, I'm bound in your greatness. I quit. <laughs> You're up. I never knew that. Okay. Two to two. Worth two points. Uh, your niche category is the Civil War. I could have picked Wait, a bunch of Wait, he didn't categories. have to answer a 60s question? No, it's a niche category. Oh, gotcha. Okay, all right, I'm all right. I'm only really answering questions you keep missing. Oh, well, when you miss this one, I'll get it. Okay, which battle had the first duel between two ironclad warships in the history of war? Merrimack and the Monitor. Which battle is it? Which battle is it? Yeah. Yes, and I know it. <sighs> you are you are on the right. Yeah, no, we both knew the mirror back in the monitor. But what is the battle? <sighs> oh, I read this. I have this book. I read this book. You have ten seconds. Vicksburg. Is that your final answer? Yes, that's incorrect. Well, there's water there, so it's my <laughs> maybe they were in the Mississippi River, but I know they're in the Atlantic. <sighs> okay. That's a tough one. So, Michael, you have 10 seconds. Is it Harrisburg? No. Harrisburg? 
The correct answer is Potomac. The Battle of Hampton Road. Hampton yeah. Road. That's late though. Yeah, that's tough. That's not even fair. But that's All good right. though. So if we have overtime. But I got staggered. Overtime <laughs> so, question. I was just carried over to next week. Oh, he's got an overtime. overtime. He, he, I thought we were just carrying over how many but points are here. Winner. Don't, don't try to get out of this. Oh, no, I'm good. I thought we had no, points. No, it's win. Nobody wins. Okay, I'm good with that. Right. This one is a numbered question of the Bible. All right. You'll have a guess. You'll have a guess. And the person closest to it will win. Okay. How many words did Moses write total in the Bible? How many words? He has the highest number of words written in the Bible. How many? You'll guess first, you'll guess second. Unbelievable. If we have another this seems like is this, this is, New not... King, is this New King James or NIV? How many words? Because I know the New King James can't. Oh, see, I, I, I don't know the New King James. I don't know NIV. How many words? Just kidding. Five books. All right. You want, you want it from me? Yeah. 23,800. 23,800. Okay. It's a very specific. So if I'm closer, I win? If you're closer, you win. 23,801. The correct answer, which my uncle was way off. He should lose. I was going to say six or 700,000. Is 125,139. What? Yeah. Oh, all right. So we have a winner. Yes. Woo-hoo! The only question you know is 60 roll anyway. The word of God says be humble. It was a good, well-fought battle. Shut up. All right, that's good. I enjoyed Guys, it. thank you so much for joining us. I thought we're not finished. We're not finished? No, we have one more final. Oh, okay. All right, what, what Our, do we have? Your biblical rant of the week. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to... Oh. This is a tough one. You don't have one? I do. It's got to be quick. It's got to be like All right. 30 to 45 seconds. All right. So, I guess my biggest... Um, you go ahead. My biblical rant of the week is that people who dismiss all scripture as God breathed. Um, the word of God speaks to us truth and life throughout Genesis all the way through Revelation. And we have to believe that it's useful for correcting, teaching, yeah. correcting and training, you know, in righteousness. And we have to believe it from the beginning and to the end. Yes, we understand the context. We understand the Old Testament versus the New Testament, the Old Covenant, the New Covenant. But... Old Testament pre-cross doesn't disqualify the truth of the Word of God, and I'm really, I'm really yeah. not a big fan of the of those who are dismissing the words of God that yeah. aren't that aren't part of all of Scripture. Again, this is a this is a long-term one for me. I just I want to make sure. I, so, uh, for me, it's probably the that the new things that are happening are in some way greater or overshadow some of the foundational things that happen. You know, Matthew, Jesus is talking about the word of God. He goes, the kingdom of heaven, which he's talking about the kingdom. He says, the kingdom of heaven is like a man who opens a store who had that has both old treasures and new. And it's a profitable store. It's a, you know, and so my, my biggest thing is when people go, well, we're looking for the new thing of God. We're not, we're not interested in the old thing at all. And again, I get it. The, you know, the steadfast love of the Lord are new every morning. There are new things, but there are also things that are foundational that are necessary. And there's a reason that, you know, it sounds like our rants are there's almost, an order. I know, the same. I know, I which mean, is good. No, which I, is good. Which is why we will work well together. You can't throw one out. Yeah. So yeah, that's it for today. Episode one, season one. Um, we might do another one. We're we're gonna do another one. We don't. This we have to is, have more than twenty nine views, yes. or we're not doing another one. There that's you go. My so bar. invite your friends. Yes, invite your friends. I, don't, I think we'll be. Fine. That's all we got. All right, we got that. Many Tim relatives out. that come to our Shawn house. Michael. Christmas, so. All right. Thanks, guys. Y'all have a good one. Appreciate y'all.